Hello, everybody, and welcome to LaRon's Rebuttal Podcast. Let's get it. <laughs> you know, life is funny when you look at it. Everybody wants love, but everybody's afraid of love. You know, I'm a true believer that if you get anything out of life, you got to put up with the toils and strife. Now listen, Ooh, you're pushing my love a little bit too far. I don't think you know, I don't think you know how blessed you are. Hello everybody, and welcome once again to LaRon's Rebuttal Podcast. Thanks to each and every one of you that have taken the time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today. You are greatly appreciated. Today our story is coming out of Austin, Texas. We have 35-year-old Amanda Broderick, wife of Stephen Broderick. Back in June of 2020, they were in the process of getting a divorce. His wife filed for a divorce from him due to allegations of sexual assault from their 16-year-old teenage daughter, Alyssa Broderick. Stephen Broderick was now a former Travis County deputy due to the sexual assault allegations because of the investigation that was conducted which led to his arrest. Stephen and Amanda also had a nine-year-old son, Stephen Jr. Alyssa was not his biological daughter, but he adopted her. In the initial stage of Stephen being arrested, the court obliged his wife Amanda with an order of protection. Amanda feared Stephen would kill her and her kids, being that she went public with the sexual assault. Unfortunately, the courts allowed Stephen Bell with the attachment of an ankle monitor. But only after five months, the court ordered the monitor to be removed. His wife, Amanda, requested that Stephen's visitation with their nine-year-old son, Stephen Jr., be monitored because she feared Stephen would do something to his son. The court ordered for a supervisor to be in place for any visitation. One day, while en route to one of the supervised visitations, Amanda, her daughter, and her daughter's boyfriend were all riding in the car together to take Stephen Jr. to the visitation with his father, Stephen Sr., when all of a sudden Stephen Sr. rammed his vehicle head-on into their vehicle, jumped out, shooting the entire vehicle up, and killing his wife, his daughter, and her boyfriend. Stephen Jr. was the only one to escape, which in my personal opinion, Stephen Sr. allowed him to. Stephen Jr. ran down the street and a passerby in a vehicle, a young lady, stopped to assist him. He told her what had just happened and she fled the scene to get him to safety while calling the police. Shortly after the shooting, the court-appointed monitor arrived and found the vehicle shot up with the wife, daughter, and the boyfriend inside. They all died within an hour. Stephen Sr. was seen leaving the scene on foot. The next day, he was captured. Before trial, Stephen Sr. made a plea deal for him to plead guilty to the three murders but have the sexual assault charges dropped. The family was not pleased with this arrangement. Stephen Broderick was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole along with no possibility of appeal. Here we have a father, a husband, someone that's looked up to in the community because he was a police officer. 
someone that his wife trusted, someone that his wife allowed to come into her life and start to plant seeds, started to build this guy, allowed him to be around her daughter, trusted him with her daughter. And this guy, this predator in uniform, hiding behind his badge, started molesting his daughter. I'm sure it rocked the family's foundation. I'm sure the mother lost sleep at night. The daughter, can you imagine what this 16-year-old high schooler had to endure? The rape was going on for several months before the daughter got up the courage to tell her mother. The daughter stated that she didn't know who she can tell. She didn't feel as though she can go to the police because her father was the police. The 16-year-old having to make these life-changing decisions, feeling like she was all alone, enduring what her father, someone who was supposed to be protecting her, enduring what he was doing to her. He was man enough to stoop that low to do these things to his daughter. But then when it was time to deal with the consequences and repercussions, his true self came out and he killed his wife. He killed his daughter. He killed the daughter's boyfriend. Why? Because he had to deal with the consequences and repercussions of what he done. And now his consequences and repercussions have gotten even worse. He was upset because she went public with the allegations. He was also upset because it cost him to lose his job. Well, technically, he didn't even lose his job. Not surprisingly, the police allowed him to resign. So therefore, you know, that wouldn't have never been a part of his record. And I'm sure it wouldn't have never affected his benefits, retirement, and so forth. Once again, the good old boys in blue chose to stick with their kind. It's a shame. It didn't matter that he was accused and found guilty of molesting his daughter. The good old boys still decided they were going to stick together and allow him to save face and resign. Now this family is destroyed. Now this young lady, she's been damaged. And who knows how long it's going to take her to recover from this damage. And then you have her teenage boyfriend. This kid was an A student. This kid was a great football player. He had already seen a scholarship offer to the University of North Texas. And he was going to be leaving to go there in a few months. You've wiped his life away. I watched videos of his friends. They couldn't do nothing but cry and speak highly of him and how much he touched everyone. And with Alyssa, they spoke highly of Alyssa as well. She was a cheerleader. She had great grades as well. She had a bright future ahead of her as well. She was a junior though. But her boyfriend, Willis, he was a senior and they had been dating for a few years. So the father and the mother was very familiar with this young man. They knew firsthand that he was a respectable gentleman. But in the midst of his rage, he didn't care anything about that. He didn't care anything about his own wife. He didn't care anything about his own daughter. So while taking their life, he took the life of someone else's child as well. So that shows you just how heartless he was. His wife, she was doing what she was supposed to do as a parent. She didn't do like a lot of parents have done in the past. Not believe the child. Side with the man. Wow. All these molestations are still taking place and the child is being damaged more and more. And a lot of kids can't take it. A lot of kids end up committing suicide. A lot of kids end up running away. But I take my hat off to Alyssa's mother for being a real woman in spite of the love she may have had for her husband, in spite of how long they had been together. She opened up. She opened her ears. She paid attention. She listened to her child. She knows her child. She believed her child. Unfortunately, her believing her child and standing behind her child all the way to the end 
cost her and a child and also another innocent teenager his life. Once again, thanks to each and every one of you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be here with us today. You are greatly appreciated. Like and share. God bless. And your friend Annie Mae Tell you all she seen Have you ever thought she was trying to get close to me? Yeah. Think it over Think it over, girl